0: So, let me pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. You are God Almighty alone. You are all together faithful. You cannot be compared to no one. Men as they are, as we are, we are shallow, we are weak, we are full of trespasses, and we are guilty all the time and we confess our sins to you because we find that we are always uh, uh, attached to this insufficiency and we can enable ourselves to be anything uh besides just the candidates of your of this undeserved grace and we are here lord Anoint our ears and our souls. We thank you, Lord, for this love, attachment to your people. They are all here, Father, to listen to you. May you now give miracles, signs and wonders, power to shake every doubt and unbelief that might be there in the name of jesus we curse by the blood every activity of sin now early father you take over and feed your children we have this little exposition lord we are just trying to encourage one another in jesus christ's name now bless us O god by miracles i feel your power here may open faith to your children because there's something's gonna happen tonight to someone. As long as they believe, Lord, there's an angel waiting to minister. We ask this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Greeting again to the saints. Thanks for showing up. We are trying to cover up this teaching, and uh, uh, it I don't like to be a lengthy one because we just have a Lord by grace, God allowing. Other things that we just have to take a little bit of. These things that just nourish us, you know, they keep us in that uh, anointing of pastoring. And uh, it's a very wonderful anointing uh, to just get like a sheep and a shepherd just uh, just being led to greener pastures where God just speaks to you, you know, like a f- as a friend. And I like it. So, okay uh it's very it's not like the evangelistic services where we could fire, you know, but sometimes you have to speak to us like this so uh we are on this topic miracles giving will do you no know, there's many people who have had testimonies already who have uh, uh started to see transformation in their lives as they started to exercise this. You know, it's, it's, uh, uh, there's nothing as powerful as a teaching received under anointing or an advice received under anointing. It breaks every devil loose. Oh, uh, It just sec- it sec- cycles you. So uh, you, it's just, it cannot be exchanged. You must exercise things that were uh, taught under anointing. It's, 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 do them. They's, they they going to transform your life. This one is the most basic, uh, reachable, accessible uh, supernatural way without strain, because sometimes I tell you go fast some many days you know not just very most people don't like that it's it's painful. Uh, If I tell you pray lengthy hours, you know you you need to learn a lot before you can pray lengthy hours. Uh, it's uh, um, There are many ways of praying, and you need to get anointing for that, you know. Uh, you need to be regenerated right, you know, to be able to do that. So not everybody can do it just like that. But giving, everybody can do it. So in all the aspects of accessing supernatural or getting favor quick, It's either by prayer or by fasting or by giving. And giving is the easiest to do. Because it's just everybody always has something you can give. Nobody anywhere uh, who has nothing. You always have something. You know, I remember I was watching this show and this guy, I don't know, I think uh, this guy who goes around and gives people money. I don't know whether he was it was him or a guy from overseas who was a millionaire and he went to this homeless guy and he asked for some ten rand for for buying bread or something. And the homeless guy just opened a bag, a plastic bag, and out of all the monies that he has been begging all the day, he took out ten rand. And this guy just took uh, a 10,000 rand pack and give him back. So, because everybody has something to give. When the devil says, Uwe, you have nothing to give, he's lying. He's, he's killing you. You can give something. Even if it's time, even if it's, it's just go to your brother's house and just buy paint and just paint your brother's house. Oh, just take your machine lawing machine, learn more, and cut this grass. There is something you can do. And the devil has just put us in this tension life where the devil runs things and tells us we are poor. We are The reason poor people remain poor is because they are told they are poor. And they believe they are poor. But you must ask yourself the one who says he's rich, was he never poor? You know so maybe his parents were poor maybe you know maybe one person break a breakthrough but they were once poor somewhere they had to change some thinking and giving is one of the simplest ways to transform your life and change you completely and i, I believe i'm telling you change you completely you become inspired and anointed and you receive authority you receive bravery you you change you all the spirit of the negative spirit that usually oppresses us in this life it leaves you because you are no longer concerned about yourself. So uh, we have went through our four of them I think it's the fifth one. Uh, let's go to Luke chapter six, verse thirty seven to thirty eight. I'm so much heavy under powerful anointing. I've been praying all night, so I pray God be bear with me here. I like this to be just smooth, you know, not to be fiery. Chapter 6, verse 37, Zosa there to 38. May the Holy Spirit anoint all of us right now in Jesus' name. Those are 37 to 38, 6. Is t- does that Luke? Yes, it's Luke chapter 6, verse number 37. Okay, can you just try, maybe, uh... And as he spoke a certain Pharisee
1: besought him to dine with him, and he went in and sat down to meet. And when the Pharisee saw it, he marveled that he not washed before dinner.
0: Alright, I believe...
1: Okay, let me check. Uh, I think it was the wrong scripture. Okay, verse number 37. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye have met with us, it shall be measured to you
0: again. That's judgment, saints. If there is a scripture in the Bible that depicts judgment, uh, this is the most one. Kills everything. It reaches to all people. I don't care. We are the most righteous of self-righteous. But when the Bible says judge not, uh, 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 because by the same way you judge, it will be judged to you. And it just kills you. There are things we say, sometimes we preach, that we ourselves have not like passed thoroughly. Sometimes we preach about anger and love and stuff and find that we ourselves still culpits. I've, I've, uh, in all the New Testament verses, this is the only verse that every time I read, I just shake. Because pro- mostly our ministry is based on the Bible. When God called me, said, "Go tell this dead body." So it's always that thing of uh, other people are wrong or stuff. But that's why all the time I always come back and preach grace to remind myself that I'm myself a culprit. Myself, I'm I'm just a loser. This message is just I'm just like a billboard, just telling people that Cape Town is 500 kilometers. But I I, I need myself. Uh, to to be saved, to power lest uh, after I've saved others, uh, I get lost. So when the Bible says judge not, it should wake you up, because it's very quick to judge. Every human being is quick to judge. That's why there's gossips all around. That's why there's a scandal. Let a preacher come out of the newspaper with a prostitute. Everybody's going to trend that on social media and the very same people training this thing this living with prostitutes and because it's 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 just easy to focus on somebody else's problems it makes you kind of forget about yours when the bible says judge not it's kind of supposed to awake you because judgment is the way you treat other people See, most people are not effective in soul winning because all they do is judge people. And most people that are not strong, that's got weaknesses, they try to judge people more to hide the fact that so that they just have turn a blind eye to their own weaknesses. Others use judgment as a form of uh, trying to preach to themselves the very same weaknesses they have like uh it has been psychologically uh proved that people that struggle with uh homosexuality if they get anointed they'll all go around bashing homosexuals and those who are struggling with uh uh pornographies and stuff they will be very harsh on those things because that's their weaknesses and those who struggle with uh poverty they will always speak against riches prosperity because to them that's their they are bitter about that and they, they they sound as if they are preaching uh to be content or they're preaching to be self uh to be to be content but they are they are not preaching that they, they are bitter the fact that life has been so cruel to them and when they see somebody driving Lamborghinis or succeeding in their life they start to search for something that they can judge him about if they see a pastor who Who's driving a new Mercedes every year, they start to check his doctrine or, or something like that. You find that it's not because they they are concerned about the doctrine, they are jealous. They've got envy. That how come he succeeded? So they, it's just the judgment of people. When you judge people, sometimes, sometimes there's something wrong with you. You know, sometimes you are running away remember as much how no matter how spiritual we still subject of psychological uh uh, uh, uh exposition you know what I mean? uh, uh, you can be at uh, the most anointed people person and i can take you to a psychologist and he, she can diagnose something out of you because through our bringing these things that just not right they they uh uh, things that you went through uh, when you were young, that salvation did not fix. You know, they are there. God wants them to be there because of a certain shape that he wants out of you. But those things, they usually reflect and make our limitations and limits us in how far God will really use us. You know, you ask yourself why in South Africa it's very difficult for black people to uh, to achieve a ministry that's multiracial, it's very easy for a white person to preach the gospel and black people get converted and they pick up his church. But it's very difficult for black people. It's because of the background, the mindset of us as black people. We look at white people as supreme. We don't. We we naturally don't get comfortable when white people are with us. Uh, we do things so quick. We smile to them so quick, uh, just to get them away. If if they demand anything out of us, we give them so quick. If they want money, we just give them. So even when you go to a white shop, you don't even you you just pay with a happy smile because it's a white person. You 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 don't want to put yourself in a position where you demand for discount and and as a customer will do because. There's that psychological thing between us and them. So it limits even your, you you, ca- you just cannot preach the gospel to white people as, as as boldly as you can preach to to a black person because of your background. We cannot just speak about, about their sins or stuff. So that's how far this thing goes. So even in your personal life, you can judge people on the basis of your exposure, on the basis of your envy and, and your... and 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 how you limit yourself and you start to be brutal on other people and 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 uh and because of your self-condemnation and now the bible says now don't forget that you will be judged now the bible says, if you judge you'll be judged if you condemn you'll be condemned now that means what you do to these other people actually you are giving capacity you are enlarging the condemnation personally to your own conscience the things you do more to other people, they, they just come back and strengthen your conscience concerning those things. Remember though, those leaders, when they those priests who took a woman who was caught on adultery and they placed her there. And they were sure that oh, this woman is, is going to hell. Jesus is going to condemn this woman. And Jesus said, whoever has no sin. And that went straight to their conscience. The same condemnation. They're pointing to somebody. Came back now saying, No problem, Jesus is ready to condemn. Whoever is no sin is right to condemn. They all left because for their consciousness had so much sins that they saw that this woman is far better off than the things that they are hiding. So my 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 pos my position today is uh, uh giving uh, will Make uh, you appreciate more. It will uh, 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 illuminate appreciation. Now it will make you appreciate things that other people don't see on themselves and other uh, and the things that you had and you don't see. Uh, on your life because uh when you have something in your hand and you it's valueless until you you give it to somebody else and and the appreciation uh uh, of what this happiness will bring it will make you appreciate the thing you had that you always have something that can change people's life and now uh, instead of going around seeking for what is wrong, going around trying to demeanor people because you are trying to hide your own head. Christians, I think the greatest culprit on this, we try to hide our own head. You know, sometimes I will sit down and I feel so bad that I've never preached about my nakedness. I've never preached about the things I'm really ashamed of about my life. I've never preached about the abuses and 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 the, the shameful things that I went through. I've never preached about the failures. I always preach about strength. And this is so, it's good, like apostolic, but... In the pastoral level, people want to follow somebody. They know he has failed. He has got broken. He has has lost. And now the failure we do, we try to shout a hallelujah on things that we are really ashamed of. There are things that we are ashamed of. And in my life, I had things that are I'm ashamed of, and those are the things in my life. I group them in the verse that says uh, seek the Lord and He will uh, reward you, uh, give you desires. To me, those are my desires. I don't have a, a desire like a material desire, I've got a desire about something I'm ashamed of. If somebody, when I was young. Uh, was laughing. Remember, my mother was a drunkard and just a laughing stock. Uh, I I wish before I die, uh, I, people can seek something good about my mother. Maybe something, whatever it is. Uh, maybe uh, I'm just making an example. Remember, I buy an aer- aeroplane and I write her name on it. To me, that will be a, a, a clearing that shame my mother left that at least at last there is something that everyone will see that's there uh that's why you see people when they get rich they start to buy cars and they, they they've personalized them by oh, or something it's just a way of saying look what we are all having those things and until you allow the grace of god to go that deep in your life you will be a hypocrite because you'll pick a sermon you have been struggling with fornication the whole night and tomorrow you preach so hard about fornication because you are trying to appear and now remember as you judge people You create a reputation for yourself. Now, you are already putting yourself into condemnation. Because you have created this perfect person. Number two, while you have created this thing, you are going to create an environment It's so difficult for you to acknowledge that you are weak as other people. You preach so hard because they... Get strong. Or as mebuwa as if as other people maybe observe as if they are strong. Then they get strong on to that. So they are strong on reputation. So okay, you will be the Bible say the same measure, the same measure that you measure other people. So this brings to what? It kills, it creates what we call enmity. Once you being a person, you don't appreciate what you are. You, You don't get to a place where you face what you are. And you can even testify about what you are and say you need grace. As much people know that you preach against sin and stuff. I used to tell people that the reason we preach against sin is not to lift our own flag. It's because it's in the Bible. Simple. We preach about sin because it's in the Bible. We preach about grace because it's in the Bible. We preach about uh, uh, whatever thing that we preach about, blessings, it's in the Bible. And the reason we preach more about sin sometimes is because there's more sin. Like in our environment, and the church, and very few people are preaching about it. And now we make a loud noise so that people can see that. This thing has to be preached about. Not because we don't see or you know, we perfect. It's got nothing to do with us. That's so why I was arguing with another preacher there. I said, you preach about prosperity. Are you rich? See, the things they, 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 they can take that, that you can preach about prosperity even though you're not rich. But when it comes to preaching about the sin, they start to say, you are self-righteous. But there's many things they preach about. But when it comes to sin, they personalize it. We should personalize everything. Personalize your riches, then, because then I preach about quote every verse in the Bible about you must be a millionaire. Then what millionaire you want it for yourself? Then why don't you preach about sin because you want it for yourself? So it's just hypocrisy. So these things you if you if you uh, uh, enlighten other aspect, and and you do it for other people. Then you 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 cannot do that. So okay, giving it makes you recognize that other people are heading as yourself. And they need to be happy. People as they live, I don't care whoever you are, is heading. I don't care no matter you see a Jaguar or a Limbo whatever you call it, that person is heading. And This person lives to hide the shame, to hide that he himself is just a lost figure in the world. And you give something to this person, it illuminates appreciation. It makes those people release this hormone of happiness. And once you are surrounded by people that are happy, people can never be happy. If you want to measure, uh, you always want to measure. They are wrong. There is something you can measure: appreciation. Hallelujah. Everyone, if you, if you ever gone to a work where stuff is appreciated, like umpatinje is appreciating, you never you you, you low, low band will be so happy to a level they, they won't even see which is is what is he's underpaying as what. Because they are appreciated. So giving, whatever you give, will emulate that appreciation. People will see value, uh, va- being valued. They will see that you appreciate small things. And this appreciation of small things will be so great to a level that even the, the, the big things that come once, there won't be so much of a storm. If we live as a church where well, we appreciate each other, the good things, we appreciate uh, somebody, whatever, somebody's got a child, somebody's getting married. We promote this thing. Somebody's bought a house. We go support that person. We, we try to buy furniture for that person. We create a culture like that. We appreciate these things so great. One day somebody will do a small scandal like doing fornication. It won't be so much of a big thing because we have got a lot of appreciation. And in most legalistic churches, they, all they do, they wait to smash that legal wrong that's going to come with somebody. It becomes a, a front page newspaper. This thing was there in the first church. These things were there. Paul, even the Church of Corinthians, the kind of things, everywhere, they were not an issue because human as long as you've got a bunch of human beings there, you know, uh, remember that. Uh, is its is—it's—it's it's just gradually, in, as you grow in grace. So, our others are still babies. Others. So, there was going to be a lot of things. But as long as the grace of God is dominating, these small isms won't be the front page of what the church is. But if there is no appreciation, let something happen—a divorce happen or anything happen—then oh, everybody's got a prophecy. Everybody is prophesying people dying. Everybody is seeing things. Because remember, Bazalwan, I usually tell you this. Dreams and visions and inspirations, they come from among the spirit that lives amongst you. If you are horrible people, you'll always see visions that are about death. And, and, uh, uh, because that's, the gift is perfect, but the environment you live in is horrible. You're not a happy person. You can never, hallelujah. You can never receive an inspiration of happiness while you are horrible. Remember, you only the frequency that you receive is, 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 is in the level of your aerial. You can never pull something outside of your domain. So now people, they find these churches always prophesying about sadness, as somebody saw something like a snake, somebody is, is seen somebody dying. What kind of a place is that where God can only do horrible things. Where is the grace of God? Where is the power? Where is the love of God? You find in those churches, people are always sad. People are always they are, they are not free to express themselves. They are—they are always looking who's going to be wrong and 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 who's going to be condemned and who's going to—it never. There is no appreciation. I'm telling you. So okay, giving uh, will uh, really help you. Remember the Bible said in, in John three sixteen, God so gave His only begotten uh, Son that whosoever believe on Him shall not perish. Uh, now He gave this to the world, to the world, not to the saints, not to the to the earth or whatever, to the world, which is the cosmos. And He gave this thing. Uh, uh to the most corrupt dimension because uh the world is where wickedness grows day by day it's not like in hell in hell people are con- are, are regretting as much as they it's dirty there but it's dirty uh, uh, it's not it's not like people they are just there as punishment the world Every day the world wants something to corrupt Jesus or the deity. The world people are brave. I was just seeing one of the gay uh, actor when he was uh, receiving an award. He said, uh, "Thank you. Thank uh, this. uh, 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 I want to thank this award to Lucifer. Uh, The thank really to the devil. Uh, He was the one who gave me." strength to hustle, and uh, and he said jesus did said, it has nothing to do with this just in hollywood and people were laughing and celebrities were sitting down and and uh, just they just insult him like that in a nation called christian nation many of them many many actors you guys see they are insulters and haters of christ and they are good actors too they hate him they stand that one of them was a woman he said jesus had nothing to do with these guys it was all my toil and my sacrifice and my pain and my hard work sorry jesus you had nothing to do with this that's how brave they are and and uh, so the world is that place uh which does not appreciate god uh, and the Bible say, he so loved that world, that place where there's so much corruption like that. He loved that place. That's why when, when you, you ask yourself, why does God save you and keep you on earth? There's only one reason. He loves the world. You become a, a, a part of uh, his game. You are a pro- projector of love to the world. You are not here to condemn the world. The world is already condemned. You are here to project love. And if you don't have anything love to, you better ask God to take you because you'll be horrible down here. So he He loved the world. Like that. The, the, the cosmos, he loved that place because he's got children in there. So uh, he sent his love to this place to catch you. It was a great move for God to do that. Him having the all-righteousness and and uh, eternal destiny for him to be patient with people and follow them even when they fall in a dimension that is so dirty for him. And, you know, I mean, he did that. Imagine you uh, being so rich a level that you, you live in mansions and you never, you know, you grew up in a silver spoon and you are just servants in your house and, and you have this responsibility that you must go to the Squatter camps to the to the lowest of the lowest places, and and seek to please those people. Always send your investment. They always send. Always go there. Always come there to 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 and ignore the flies and the and the whatever things that the feel that you see. They just we are establishing something. That's how God it. leaving that holy glory and coming to this swampy area. I remember Brother Branham said. When God took him to heaven, in fact, not even in heaven, just where Abazanabaku in the first heaven, in the uh, I don't know the second heaven, but the 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 paradise, he says, when you looked out and and I, 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 I was I saw my life on earth, what it was like me a human being looking at the life of a frog. He says that's how far uh, the way you hate to come back, the life we live here, uh, referring to the life Abazan. It's like a human being, like no human being can say want to live as a frog. But when we're here, we, 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 we're just like frogs fighting for money, fighting. It's just frogs fighting over mud or something. But God could live that glory, higher glory than that, and think about you. where the lowest of the lowest and lowest. So it's stinking here. For him, it's stinking here. It's filthy here for him, just for him to be here. Remember, God was never in, in sin, was never in flesh, he never was in this nature. And he has to make ways through prophets and 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 and, and 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 through his own flesh and blood, which he created, to come and be amongst the scammers of the filthiest and the lowest, just because of love. And you claim you have God, and already all we are doing here is just to condemn this filthy place. It's already condemned. If your condemnation is not begged by love, it's useless. Oh God. So illuminates appreciation. You will appreciate small things, uh, and it will remove confusion because abandon and away and when people are in a place where there is no appreciation, they start to be confused and get to be nasty and get to be irritated, and demons get to dominate that place. Whenever people are in a place where there is appreciation, they get to be uh, nasty. They get to be evil. Get to a home where there's no appreciation. Where you never see a husband buying flower. I'm not saying husband not buy flowers. You know. That's a Western way. But there's something you can do to appreciate your wife. You know, there's something you can do. I'm not talking about putting your wife on pictures, like the cheap thing we do there. We just take stomachs and coast cards on and put them there and write some words. That's good too, but that's not really the appreciation. No. You can even buy income fifteen thousand once a year and call a band around and say thank God for a good wife. That's appreciation. That's appreciation. You stop the world for her. So but in homes you find that there's no appreciation. People don't appreciate each other and this hits down to children children have low self-esteem and everything is dull no appreciation appreciation will do miracles for you hallelujah so giving will illuminate that it will enrich that it will make you appreciate people i remember and that will change people around you i think it was henry ford one of his quotes uh, he, he had, uh, you, you, if you make stuff happy, uh, or, or you make whatever you make in the mind, thinking about appreciating people, not about profit, it will change the people. Henry fraud became the highest employer in America. In those days, there was just 1933, depression, all the stuff, and everybody was... And handle fraud decided, and cars with these so much expensive things, so much expensive thing, only a few. And Henry Ford was so worried about this, and uh, that wow, a car is supposed to be everybody. And he started to design a system for line assemble, the conveyor belt assemble, that so that he can employ as many people because people were poor. People were in no jobs. So that if he create, if he want to hand by a conveyor belt, and one guy is going to put a screw, the next guy is going to put a bolt, the next guy is going to weld, the next, so everybody's going to have a job. And that conveyor system made him, because in those days people would take like a, a, a month making one car, like those companies. Uh, so he managed to make a system where he motorsamba in this conveyor, and about ten cars a day have passed here. Yeah? So if it takes three days, but it will be just three days of making about twenty cars, and he—that's how Ford was born—became the most. Uh, and he made those cars so cheap, affordable for common people. Because he was feeling for common people. So it's all about that. But unquote, unquote. It's appreciation. If if you can put it in your business, put it in your prayer, put it in anywhere. You know, if you appreciate your job, you appreciate this thing. You appreciate it. Something is going to happen. Something is going to give. Because you appreciate appreciate the house you stay in. Appreciate things that are there because they are there. And until you appreciate them, you will never see that they are there. You will moan and groan and cry and be so miserable. When we are in a full house, you've got a car, you've got... Suddenly you are mourning and groaning because you are lacking this thing oh it's so powerful it's so powerful so can you read to first John 2 16 while he sat on this issue of the world why are we here the world first John two sixteen. All that is in the world, all this confusion, the politics and all this nonsense is not of the father. And those things only live to harm people. Nothing. Politics is harming people. Religion is harming people. There are all these things, the pride of life, whosoever is so rich is having this money, whosoever is whatever, all that thing, I don't even listen to it no more, is evil. But God loved that place because he has got genuine love. So okay, there is a spirit of a cult, of an ism that follows the places where there is no appreciation. There is division. There is judgment. There is condemnation. There is measuring people. Look at these politicians now who, who someone getting a political and then he wants to arrest someone. The same thing that the churches do. That's why we fade at revivals. We just want to make someone else look small want to say no that other guy is 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 small this other guy is small i'm i'm big but if you are really big you should make this big thing you have should accommodate all the other small guys if you've really got a big revelation it must be a blessing uh, to all people even those who don't accept your revelation they has I was praying to God. I said, God, no matter how people reject me, let me have something they cannot reject. Love. That's what I'm praying. I'm praying that let them, let me, there is something. It will, that appreciation will console me. If I have something people appreciate, that will make me happy. That at least I'm living in this world, not waiting in misery, waiting for my dying day. I uh, I, 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 so okay, that will do, all these isms, political or denominational, they all are controlled by the spirit of a cult. I am the right one. I am the self-righteous one. I am, uh, we are the NC, we are better than the EFF. We are the assembles, we are better than the, the, whatever, the faith mission. They are all same bunch of, uh, if it was for me, for my if I was here in South Africa and uh, I was dictating uh, churches, I was gonna say, Anglican, you are same as Catholic and Orthodox, become one denomination. Uh, Lutherans uh, and, and all the the churches in that area w- which arose in that time of Luther, same doctrine. Uh, uh, you know, w- w- whatever is uh, Wesleyan churches, and the holiness churches they all believe the same thing uh, they, they are all under the same revelation go in there and then the baptist era and the pentecostals i was going to say faith mission assemblies of god uh full gospel uh, african gospel or you are just the one bunch thing why are you segregated you have no difference of re- of uh, of doctrine it's all about just basic things like about things that matter nothing you don't have a heaven and hell separating doctrine, or something. You believe the same. You are trinitarians. You are the same. Why are you segregated? Just because of envy and cult, so that the devil will destroy a revival. That when I come, I'm a of God. I'm placing a revival. Is coming, and a faith person, an AFM person, because he's the chairperson of uh, of this what they call council of churches. There is gonna find a way to bully me. That's all they do those things for. They, 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 it's a cult spirit. It's an evil, segregating spirit. There's no reason why a church should be segregated unless it's different doctrines. But even if it's different doctrines, we can still unite and save souls. You can get a brother who's got a gift of healing, who's in African gospel, and get a brother who's in uh, whatever church who can sing, and you can, as long as they're living a holy life, we can go out there and have a revival and people can save and if it if we can achieve that we have passed some this cast we 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 lacking so much called a card if you wanna kill your gift young preachers if you wanna kill your gift just create a card around your spirit you must be matured to a level with, as much as they are wrong they are weaker they are evil but keep your spirit burning with love for them so that god will show you those that are, are still savable or still usable by god as long as they live a whole life if they live a whole life if we can do something with those if they are now they are sinners they are they they are, they are womanizers they they are all there doing all the scam things of the world then there's nothing you can do with them because they're going to ruin a reputation so i'm just giving you an advice that god can use you more if you appreciate those people because God, remember, God gives um, something is so powerful. I'm saying here. Romans chapter eleven, verse forty-nine. I believe Romans eleven forty-nine uh, gives uh, 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 of God are uh, scattered everywhere. Read those. Okay, which is this verse that says gifts and callings, not repent? Is it level 9 or who knows that? Hey, come on. Somebody got to know that. What? Yeah, read 1129. Thanks. Yes. For the
1: gifts and calling
0: of God are without exception Now it says and you for God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. And yet for God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. You see, it means God does not wait until He knows Utunzuza uh, will be will believe the truth, and Uskakanai will be a Trinitarian, and then He says, "No, I must give Utonzusa a bigger gift than No, no, he, he scatters them as He scatter, as you, as when you scatter umbi la When you scatter, just uh, you're just throwing maize in the garden. It falls wherever it falls, and Somebody can receive a powerful gift while is going to hell. Somebody can receive a powerful gifts while is on a false doctrine. You, it's just, it, it, it's just without a uh, 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 repentance. And we people, we used to think when we are wrong, we used to think we because we have the truth, we have the genuine gifts. There's nothing like that. Gives, uh, I'm not talking about now they're complicated i'm talking about gifts truly gifted people so they are without repentance and now if you really want to do something like a so powerful like uh, ministry whatever that you will do to that will shake the country or the world you must know that you must have a way of appreciating other gifts that possible are, are, are not in your crawl. Because they are not without, they are without repentance. Remember, once you grow in the Lord and you start to love people, you want something done for people, even if uh, uh, they are against you. But you must be careful that it must not be their influence, that uh, 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 you must be the one who initiates these things and put them in your influence. And achieve greater things for God. Because in their influence, there are other things that they they put women preachers, they put all gays there, they put a lot of stuff there that might really become worse. But they are without repentance. What does it mean? They are without partiality. They are without preference. Oh God. So it's not like uh, uh, all good gifts have to go to holy churches. Actually, I've seen that holy churches, the how the the rate they neglect gifts. They are very not because that there is no churches in holy churches. It's because the gifts are, are not appreciated. I've seen uh, even in this uh, Gino Jennings uh, church, or they do speak in tongues, but I've never seen like maybe they hide their videos, but uh, they don't give operation of gifts. I've seen him standing there. Uh, saying this thing of uh, speaking, you know, it, it just making a fun about how they, when they speak in tongues and lay hands on the sick and people fall down and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, the, the, and then he corrected that by the Bible. I appreciate that. But now we don't see him demonstrating miracles, how those demons are cast out. Because these people through inspiration and through isms remember these isms of different sectors as Africans we've got isms and Africans they love to do things sometimes they'll force people in and push people stuff that's just the ism of how people are operating in an area and but the demons do come out demons do come out and now these holy churches all keep on criticizing uh, these people for using a wrong method of taking out demons, they are sitting with people with demons. So you, there is a lack of appreciation. You must appreciate what a, a gift a person has it, it, because it shows you are not suffering a spirit of jealousy or anything. If you don't appreciate somebody and you rush to say this person is, is, is wrong on this and that, it's very high chances that you are not even going to help this person anyway, even if he was to listen to you. Because in the first place, you don't appreciate the person. Gifts are there, and they are from God. And actual gifts have deceived Pentecostal charismatics because they, you, they replaced the, the doctrine with gifts. That's why they have too much gifts because they, to them, gifts are uh, a doctrine. If I can heal a sick person, if I can demonstrate the power of God, if I can do these things, then it's final. But we know it's not final. So, appreciation. I, I just want to, my center verse for today is Genesis 2.6. Uh, that's my center verse before I'm, I'm, I'm running towards closing. Uh, Genesis chapter 26 uh, verse 18 to 26 in Zusa. that's the verse where I will center everything around that verse because in my teaching I always try to, to have a style where I have a, a drama verse and uh, you know so uh, this is going to be my drama verse. Genesis 26 uh, verse 18 to 26 you'll find that right the picture of what I'm trying to say here by the Holy Spirit grace. Genesis 26, 18, 26, and we we'll read. Verse number 18. And Isaac dipped
1: again the wells of water which they had dipped in the days of Abraham's father, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servant dipped in the valley and found there a well of the water is ours and he called the name of the well Essek, because they strove with him and they did another well, and strove for that also and he called the name of its sister and he removed from them and did another well, and for that they strove not and he called the name of it Rehoboth and prayed. for now the Lord has made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land and he went up for them to and the and the Lord appeared unto him the same night and said, I am the Lord of God of Abraham thy father, fear not, for I will with thee. I will bless thee and multiply thy seed for thy servant Abraham's sake. And he built an altar there, and called upon the name of the Lord, and preached his church there, and there and there Isaac's servant their Amen. Amen.
0: This gentleman he digs the well. he comes there he found out these people have closed the well, which his father abraham had and this thing it, it just you know man it touches me i can evangelize a little face so yeah his father had a favor with the people you must never try to live on somebody's favor find your own favor remember the way to find favor is to really sacrifice something in your life and win people's hearts and people. Now, people, you find your own favor. And Abraham had favor with these people, as much as they were heathens. And when he died, they know that it's gone. And they just closed the world. And when he comes, Isaac, they thought he's gonna arrive or ride on his father's influence. He dug a wall, they closed it. There was strife. And he he named that first well quarrel. The, whatever name they used there, but in English name is quarrel. That's experiences of many marriages and churches. Uh, like, there are quarrels on pulpit. It's quarrels. You just hear the sermon that there's a quarrel in this house. And then the second well It's called enmity. Water. Those are spaces people live in. They live in those toxic spaces. He had to experience these three stages alone before God can meet him. As long as you have not learned to live with people, as long as you are living with people through quarrels, And enmity, you are not ready to meet God. No matter you know your father, no matter you have this message of a prophet, no matter you know Skaka, no matter you know whosoever, no matter you have seen Elijah, you have to find favor yourself. This gospel you got, you're not going to just somehow take this gospel of Paul and think it's going to give you favor with your parents. As long as you must find favor with your parents, find favor at work. Find favor. There's something that's not yet right in you, and you have to learn until you are going around reporting. everything you're going around. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. You find that I can go and and be that child, and be you in your home, and 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 transform the way your parents. Look at this religion. So, it's you the problem. You are still quarreling. You are still you are very cheap. You have not arrived. And the third space, the Bible say, the third well, after he built it, he said, no guys, let all these people drink in this well. And that name, I don't know what it's Rohobob or something, English says spaciousness. There is room for us all. When he started to dig the world and give it to everybody, quarrel ended. enmity ended. If we can have that gospel as well, that's just going to be given to everybody. You know, I just want, I just wanted to call a conference where only gays and lesbians are invited because I wanted to preach grace to them. That's how my heart is about people. I believe there's room for all of these people. The problem is with us. We 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 don't open that grace window enough. Because we get a little bit of a revelation. We run all our lives with that thing. Because it makes us happy that somebody's wrong. And we feel saved because... We know so much of other people's wrong. Now, the Bible says it was spaciousness. Oh, God. If you want grace, you want people to appreciate you at home, wherever, to see your gospel, create space. Space. Buy a bucket of fruits. Put them in the work refrigerator and say, anybody can eat them. You are creating space buy a street twice whatever the things that people eat just share it in the office bring a lunch whatever uh, your wife cook you a big lunch and beginner everybody you are creating space for people to to really because people have to taste you before they taste whatever you believe you will never change where the destiny of people but we can change the relationship That's the way it happens. You don't appreciate people. You don't appreciate the people who wash your cars. Whatever they do for you, you don't appreciate them. Treat them like dogs, whatever. One day they will go on. You've never seen people who's always avoided by people. People always running away from him. Something wrong there. There's no space. It's a vacuum. Create space because that space will make people look at you. So okay, that's the problem we have. Before I'm reading these closing verses, that's the problem. There's no space. In your marriage, there's no space. You can't even create space for your own partner. You're moody, grumpy, always a mystery, always a swollen mouth. Your husband or your wife can't even kiss you because your mouth is always thinking, it's always closed. You have no space, no capacity for nobody. You don't care you are. You know, when you appreciate somebody, sometimes you, you'll you keep yourself neat. You know I mean? Buy some perfumes like so that your husband may appreciate you. Wake up in the morning and bath. I remember I was told the rule, women always break it. Uh, it says uh, uh, married men have to bath before they sleep. You know, and 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 uh, we used to argue about that. But but it's it's you 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 come this thinking, you won't be appreciated. You know, it's so how difficult trying to hug somebody It's because there's no appreciation. These people are living in a dungeon where they just recklessness and they don't care about each other. Married women they go to bed not even expecting sex at night. They are clumsy, they are stinking, and people don't appreciate each other. They don't get up in the morning and do some breakfasts for each other. Those little things, those appreciations to show that you appreciate that you are married. You create space. You change bedding. You change the bedroom to be elite. Put flowers. Put a movie or something. Change an atmosphere and kick kicks out and spend an hour with this. Now, people don't do that. They expect things to happen. And now you find these homeless people are grumpy, are, are, are not even good to look at. Husband is dressing the very same clothes for three or four days as if he's living with a para. No space. So, uh, uh, that's a little bit of what you must know. Let's read these verses now. Uh, And I pray people will will get this. uh, Romans 15, verse 2 to 3. So create space for your child. Create space. Never live with anything if you're not going to create space for it. If you're not going to do something for it. Create space. But in your house, look at them. Look at their sufferings. Do something for them. Little bit of everything, it will change. There's room for us all, but another blood. The blood of Jesus can stretch from infinity to infinity. Anyone can be there. Read Zosa fif- uh, 15, 2 to 3. Closing now.
1: of
0: them that reproach thee fell on me. And in your version, let everyone esteem his neighbor better than he. Esteem your neighbor better than you. What is to esteem somebody? Is to believe that he is a, is a better woman, he's a better man. Humble people always think other people are better than them. And Mark chapter 12, verse 31, Mark 12, I'm closing now. I hope this has done something to you, to your relationship, to your life, I hope. If you don't repent, the shame will be on you. Mark 12, verse 31. It says, and the second is like God. That means you treat other people the same way you love God. That's why it says, because the first one says, love God, all my. And the Bible says, the second is like that. I don't care no matter how much God did not intend to use you. I don't care no matter how much God did not intend you on the front line if you can love people as you love god god will use you believe me god once used the pool of Bethesda to heal people that's how much he was desperate because he could not find people who were ready to receive healing that's how desperate he was if you can get a heart a place a person who's already Sold out his life for people. He'll just send a rainbow. That's why I don't appreciate these people. I see on YouTube here in America, they're, they I'm a body or anti gay boys and they are, and gay people. That's not the gospel. Jesus would not do that. If the world is corrupt, it's enough to say one statement once in a while just to remind them that's wrong. But in the meantime, you have to be doing something humanly to reach them. Last verse, or not the last verse. Mahuba uh, 94 verse 19. I like this. It's one of the most powerful verses I read on this regard. Mahuba uh, 94 verse 19. Just is that the food should achieve you will hear what it says. Read Verse number nineteen. In the
1: multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comfort delights my soul.
0: Now, that's why you must read other versions as well. It when I am anxious and worried, you comfort me and make me glad. I want to refer to people who are married here. Just for one minute. When I'm anxious and worried, you comfort me and make me glad. If you cannot, if your partner cannot look at you, That's what you do to him or her. There's something wrong there. That's what we we must appreciate each other to a level that we can see when somebody's going through stress and being anxious and worried. And you change that person's attention. If I'm anxious and worried... You comfort me we have a problem you just want to push them to outside and stuff but may god give us grace esther i i'm reading these verses because the one of them get recorded uh, esther chapter 9 verse 22 uh chapter 9 verse 22 you'll get what is here Into a good day that they should make them days of feasting and joy, and of sending portion to one another and gifts to the poor. Now it's as the days in which the Jews got relief from their enemies, and as the month month that had been turned for them from sorrow unto gladness and from morning into a holiday, they should make them days of feasting and gladness, days for sending gifts and food to one another, and gifts to the poor. Oh, God. Appreciation. Little verse simple says, after they were relieved from bondage, they started to appreciate life, and they appreciate all sectors of their life. And What does it mean? As long as there's a demon in your life that is keeping you bound somewhere, you won't be appreciating things. Seeing Christians who don't go around happily, gladly, giving gifts and doing stuff, those Christians will spend their life wrestling with that evil spirit in their life, whatever it's called, whatever it can be, depression or anything. The only way to heal yourself from depression all these things appreciate other people's lives these demons will flee right away you can go to a psychologist for a year if you don't live for other people demons will stay in you you'll feel sad for yourself sorrowful for yourself until you hang yourself because life you know the people who commit suicide they show us that life is not on a car or any money life is on the virtue in you when that virtue is fully gone you'll kill yourself You won't appreciate TV. You won't appreciate children. You won't appreciate anything because you are still under bondage. You are not yet relieved. The day you are relieved out of that bondage, when your enemies, the devils, release you by the grace of God, you will run around in gladness and appreciate your pastor and appreciate your wife and appreciate people. It's a sign you are no longer in bondage. The last verse now is Amahuba 32, verse 11, and I pray. It's a sign. And if you are feel like right now, when bondage about anything, and you are feel like you don't appreciate people anyway, and I'm gonna pray tonight, God is gonna release you there by His blood in, from that bondage, and God is gonna shine on you. Uh, read last verse, Hobo 32 verse 11. shout for joy i want us to pray Low Corner. and i want you laukona just not listen to me pray shout for joy and release this tension if you has to say hallelujah or trouble and or anything shout for joy because you are releasing this tension and fear in the name of jesus father god in jesus name hallelujah 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 Low Corner, just shout please hallelujah and receive the grace of God, Lord. Shout Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. Kulunkulu is restoring your fear, is is removing fear and putting gladness. Kulunkulu is favoring you. Hallelujah. His grace is upon you. Susuk Saba, Susa, Uba just uh reserved, just shout for joy, and receive the anointing, of God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The power of the grace of God is over you. In the name of Jesus, let your enemies turn loose and leave you. In Jesus' name, you are free now. In Jesus' name, go in gladness and go smile to your neighbor. Go in gladness. Go ask for forgiveness to those who are offended. In Jesus' name, God is with you. He's going to use you. Let your days be the days of holidays and the days of feastings and sending gifts to the poor and one another. Let it happen. I bless you by the blood of Jesus and send great anointing to your life that God fights enemies that are trying to spook you. Let it happen in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let the fire, let the favor, let the victory in the name of Jesus, force everything that's pulling you back to leave you. In Jesus Christ's name, I thank God for already done it to you. Just believe it. The anointing that's here is enough, more than enough to help you. I bless you. You will be healed. You will stretch your legs, stretch your life. Stand up, clap hands. Jump if you have to jump. You feel the spirit. Just be happy there because God has restored you took away your morning into dancing, gave you such a powerful exhortation on appreciating life. Appreciate life. Appreciate even a car that you have. Appreciate even uh, a dog or anything, because these things, they add up uh, uh, to illuminate your surrounding. May God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or Paul, Arrhenius, William Brown, and Martin Luther, may God of of the truth we believe. Of the true servants send his holy spirit to your case and rescue you. May may he help also those who are suffering and may he make you run around seeking those you don't see in church and appreciate them and tell them that you need them in church give money to come if you can and the church said hallelujah hallelujah amen
1: Ooh.